Hi, this is Chris, host of CT Small Business Presents, where we get to know your favorite Connecticut small businesses, as well as the ones you may not know. We get to know their passions, their business, their story. Thanks for listening, and let's get into the episode. Okay, when we're live, and today we actually have uh, Mike from Heiser uh, Disc Golf. How are you, Mike? I'm doing good, Chris. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for coming on. I know it was like a completely last minute thing that I uh that I reached out to people and, and your your wife had reached out to me to be on so it was it was helpful yeah, yeah, you know? I'm, I'm, yeah I'm glad yeah I'm glad we were able to find it I'm glad we were able to find the time so yeah definitely we we're just talking before a little beforehand you know about it so now yep. now tell me a little bit about your your company the there's your store there um so we um, we founded the company back in 2019 I actually only really started playing disc golf back 2018 oh did you so yeah so about a year before we opened so i it's it's one of those one of those sports one of those games where you know you just you catch the bug yeah and then you know i just i've always been kind of entrepreneurially minded um you know i got my i just actually just finished my business degree uh back in april actually i just walked with my business degree so oh, did you, um, where'd you go where'd you go to which school oh i went to i went to ccsu central Kansas oh did University. you so did i i graduated from there oh no Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I graduated in two thousand and four myself. So, oh, right on. Yeah, I uh, I got the same degree. I got well, I got a business degree as well. I never used it, but you know, <laughs> so go figure. Yeah. You know, the the whole yeah, very cool. Yeah, the whole disc golf thing kind of caught my eye when I when I was looking more into it. Yep. So yeah, I, it's like I said, it's it's one of those things where you just you know you go out and you play once and you're like, yeah, this is definitely something I want to do. Yeah. You know, and then it just. Uh, at least at the time, at least in 2018, um, you know, trying to buy discs and stuff, you know, you really only had a couple options. You know, you can go to Dick's, like we were talking about before. Yeah. You know, and they really only they only carried one brand. Um, actually, it turned out, like unbeknownst to me, um, a good friend of mine um, that we used to hang out with a lot was actually a professional disc golfer. Oh, really? I had no idea. They, they yeah, actually so have just come to. Fu- they have a professional disc golfing. Oh yeah, and actually, and it really, as of uh, last year. No, two years ago, um, Paul McBeth, uh, one of the biggest players in the sport, he's basically the Tiger Woods of disc golf right now, signed um, the largest uh, salary contract in disc golf history at $5 million for oh, a five-year contract. Jeez. Insane. And then this year alone, um, one of the female pros and a male pro um, actually capped out with the highest grossing payout in a single year this year uh, i think they both made over a hundred thousand dollars this year just playing disc golf oh geez that's absolutely crazy that's crazy you never thought <laughs> it's crazy how much how like all these things like you make so much money pl- doing like that or bowl like, i don't i never understood that like like disc golf you can make so much money bowling you can make all that money like oh for sure i, I get, mean i mean if you know if you yeah. turn back the clock 10 years nobody would have ever would have thought that playing disc golf would have been a full-time job that you could actually make money in. Yeah. And like I said, ever like post pandemic, it's, you know, it's, it's a real, it's a real possibility these days. Yeah. No, I, I completely get out. I, people don't know that we, you know, usually before the hand, we, uh, the guests and not, you know, like if we have, usually I have other people in the studio with me, like other like co-hosts and everything, but they couldn't make it. Yeah. But usually we, we talk, we BS a little bit or whatever, you know, beforehand. And yeah. we're talking about, uh, like you said, Dick Sporting Goods, and when when uh, when I would go to check it out to go look at other stuff, they only had going back. What you said, they only have like one 
one brand. They yeah, have one that, brand. Yeah, yeah they, they have a Nova. That's it. And like, and it's like at the end of a, a end cap. Yeah. It's oh, not, yeah. It's not yeah, even it's like, like a two good racks. Air. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like even a, a good selection. It's. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. But like, I didn't like. I was telling you, telling you beforehand. I didn't know another a, a disc golf store actually not existed, but like, I didn't know there was one in Connecticut. Yeah. In the yeah, it's like I said. It's still. It's. I mean, it still is. It's as it's, it's popular as the sport's getting. It's still very niche, but. You know, again, that's the whole reason why I even found it in the first place. Because you know, as a new player, 2018, you know, I'm looking for discs. You know, I'm talking to my buddy who plays pro, but he's he's limited to one brand. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you start finding out you have other friends in it, and you're like, okay, well, where do we buy this stuff? There's nowhere in Connecticut. Like, there was one store um, by us, and they were actually on the verge of closing when we even considered opening our store. Yeah. So it wasn't even a contributing factor to us even opening. It was just like, oh, by the way, that place is closing. And it was like, okay, well, now what do we do? Yeah. You know, so again, you know, the entrepreneur in me was like, well, I see it. You know, there's a gap in the market. Let's give it a shot. You know, so originally we originally just opened as an Internet only. That was my original plan was, you know, e-commerce the whole way. And, you know, let social media drive, you know, the sales as best as we could. Just try to self-promote, keep the keep the price down. But, you know, um, once the pandemic hit, it was just it was very clear that, you know, Connecticut and just, you know, just the general business plan of the whole thing needed to be a physical space yeah it, so yeah so yeah and then yeah. in 2020 we actually ended up um you know opening the space we're actually currently we're actually in a garage i'm we have a, a detached two bay garage and we converted one bay into a store so if you go on our on our instagram page or on our facebook page yeah. you see retail racks this is actually we're actually in a garage oh, are you or not yep oh geez yeah, that's... so it's not even the I like that though. I like the just like the beginnings of it, you know. So yeah, no, it's you know very yeah. Like I said, we try to keep it keep it humble. You know? yeah. We're not reaching for the stars off the bat. So. Yeah, no, I get it. And it's like it's not. I hate to say that that the other place closed, but it's like good timing, you know. So it's like yeah, they, I mean, it definitely yeah. I mean, we had that going for us for sure. So and, and it helps you. Know, it helps you were so close. So I mean, they cut you off there, Mike. But, no, 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 you're good. But it was so so close. It was so good that you're so close to the, you know, to the other store at least, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we're only ten minutes away from where the old one was, and um, you know, it was nice too because a lot of the, you know, the the disc golf community, at least in this area, you know, they kind of rallied behind me a little bit. A lot of mm-hmm. them, you know, first year we were open, we were already being asked to. Um, so the old company used to actually sponsor and run a tournament. Um, in their town in Tallinn. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they closed, immediately people were approaching me like, hey, are you guys going to run it now? Or, you know, what's the deal? And I was like, I, I never really thought about it, but we can definitely do it. Yeah. You know, so we just started doing some more of these like outreach things, running tournaments, which is, you know, it's an event we run every year now and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, more sponsors every year. Oh, um, good. You know, we, and we, yeah, we do, we support a lot of um, local animal shelters. We raise a lot of funds for charity. Um, so a lot of that money goes there, which is, you know, it's great for, everyone around so yeah now when you when you sponsor you do you really sponsor like a hole or not a hole i don't know what you call it i know it's like that metal yeah it's a hole yeah, is that a hole is that what you call it? i know i've only like i told you before i've only played it literally once in my lifetime <laughs> and like I've been, i mean the actual the know? actual target that you can call it a target or you can call it a basket i mean okay. kind of it's Either way, but when you're talking about, oh, we're gonna go to the eighth hole, it's still you go to the eighth hole. Yeah. Now I, I freak. I only played once. How many holes there? Is there eighteen like actual golf, or was it nine? Yeah, yeah. It, it basically, yeah, just like actual golf, you got eighteen okay. holes. 
you know most places do there are there are a few courses in connecticut that have just nine yeah um manchester good good example uh center springs uh yeah they have a nine hole course and they'll have two tee pads or an extra basket yeah so you can go back and just play the same holes again but with a different target oh i never thought so about, it's the exact same amount of that. space yeah two holes yeah exactly most of them are eighteen holes. Yeah, you have to let me know when you do the the sponsor things. I'll I like to jo- you know do it at least you know. Absolutely, yeah. We actually just sponsored the Dragonfly Open that just happened um, this past weekend. Yeah. That was down in uh, Mystic. Oh, was it? Yep. And then we do um, we sponsored the Greater Hartford Open, um, which takes place usually around September or August every year, and that's mm-hmm. uh, by far the biggest event of the year, at least in Connecticut. That's um, we call it an A tier. Okay. So it um it kind of it attracts pros from the surrounding from the surrounding states, even cross country. We've had some um some really big pros enter that event, um, which is nice. And it draws a good crowd, at least in the last especially in the last three years, it's been you know, spectator wise, it's been pretty good. Yeah. 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 And then we go there, you know, we'll set up, we'll vend and we do all the payouts for the amateurs when they win, you know, because they'll win funny money kind of thing. Oh yeah. It just yep. it sounds interesting. I gotta definitely check one out. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, especially the Greater Hartford, like I said, September, August time frame, be on the lookout for it. It's um it's a good event. You can go watch you know, you know, watch some really good players play there. So Yeah. Now uh talk about uh disc golf. I know th- there's gotta be isn't there a uh in di- a difference in kind kind of uh the kind of discs that you use when you play? Uh yeah, I mean so like generally speaking you know, just to kind of like reduce this to its lower bit. I mean, you have essentially drivers, mid ranges, and putters. Okay. Putter, yeah. I mean, putters is what exactly what most people think of a frisbee to be. Yeah. You know, a really, really blunt edge, kind of a deep, deep dish. They, you know, they glide really well. They're easy to throw. And then as you start getting into like the mid range into the the drivers, they start getting almost discus like. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the best term I could use. A very sharp edged. You know, they have a lot of distance potential, but they're also a little bit trickier to throw yeah. for the non, you know, the non-initiated. So it's it's one of those things you kind of once you the more you play, the more you kind of learn how they're going to act. You know, it's a lot different than you know hitting a golf ball on a golf course where the ball goes up, ball comes down. Yeah. You know, you know, with a with a typical disc, I mean, you can expect two different directions. The disc might turn right before coming left, and then there's a million ways of throwing it. I mean, you could we could talk for hours on techniques and yeah. You know, different throwing styles it's and stuff like you, that. It's but. funny that you say that because I was going to lead into my next thing. Because I remember playing with my old, one of my old coworkers. He had a specific like throw to, uh, with which, uh, which which uh, disc he would use. You know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you can use. You know, you could take one disc and throw it one way and have it do one thing, and then you can throw it another way, and it'll do something completely different. You know, and you can throw it another way, and it'll do something completely different. It's it's one of those things where yeah. You have to kind of learn. You know, you learn your discs. You learn how they how they throw. Yeah. Was there? You know, there's just lots of yeah. other variables. But yeah. yeah. Now, uh, you know, what I like too is when you look at the discs, they come in so many different. I love bright colors. I don't know about you, but like, they they seem to come in like a lot of like tie dye. Oh yeah, you know, for like, sure. Yeah. 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 If you're a color fan, <laughs> disc golf is the sport for yeah. you. Yeah. I even I even saw on your website you had a couple of. Uh, a different a couple of different companies that had uh it looks like it was like dyes oh yeah especially this uh let's uh, uh, the last couple of years especially mvp and axiom they um they started this like cosmic swirl 
kind of way of pouring their plastic. Mm-hmm. Same with Discraft. Discraft 2 has been really big on the swirl game. And yeah, they just they make some really great patterns in these discs. And a lot of times it's just great just because they're easier to find. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you throw them. Obviously, you know, you're playing in the woods most of the time. So yeah. a bright colored disc is, uh, it goes a long way. <laughs> so, oh, it definitely helps. You can see it, especially if it's like fall, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, with the yeah and unfortunately, unfortunately, a lot of these manufacturers still give us green discs, which is like the worst possible color to oh, make. Yeah. I don't know you why know, they still do it. You know, it's funny that you I say that. Like, I never even thought about that until you just said it, having a green disc. Trying to find yeah, instantly it. Instantly invisible. Instantly invisible. Yeah, not, you know, you know I, and, I never even thought about that. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I tend to cut people no, off no, as can... I talk to people, you know? And then orange and, and yellow this time of year. Yeah. You throw it once, you're never going to see it again. Uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely. Now, uh, is there like, what's the, I don't know if this is going to make sense. Is there like a, like, what's the easiest course you ever played and what's the hardest course? Ooh, like, that's is there, tough. Is there like a like? I'm sure there's there's got to be a difference in courses and how, e- how uh, smooth or easily they're played. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I've played a million courses because I really yeah. haven't. So I'm, I'm definitely no authority on what courses are available out there. But for sure, around here, mm-hmm. I mean, we have some easier courses, um, and, and some that are, you know, seem easy that really aren't. Uh, like we have Ecker Hill, which is our our local course here mm-hmm. in Vernon. Um, it's on the easier side, especially for newer players. A lot of the holes are fairly short. The fairways are really well defined. There's, you know, it's a very fair course, you know, so you can get out there, you can have fun and not, you know, you don't have to be an expert to go out there and have a good time. Yeah. Um, you know, on the harder side, only because of distance, um, Wickham park is a, they have a, probably one of the, one of the best disc golf courses, at least in our area. It's just an absolute beauty of a course. But it's just really long. So for the you know for the for the new player going out, it could be kind of a, I don't want to say a bad time, mm-hmm. but it could be it could be a little rough because a lot of the holes are just super long. You know, it's kind of made for somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and then right right over the border, we have Maple Hill up in up in Massachusetts, and that is still by today's standards probably the best disc golf course in the world. Oh, is it? Um, yeah, and they host one of the biggest events in the country every year. Uh, the MVP Open is played up there. And that brings that that brings pros from literally overseas to come play that event. It's just it's a beautiful course. It's I've never actually played it unfortunately yet, but um, I, I hear great things about that course. It's a beautiful course, but it's a very you know it's a very pro level course. Mm-hmm. Now is there is there like uh, going back to that pro level? Now is there a way they can tell you which which is like easy course to compared to like a medium? I don't know if that makes sense how I'm wording it. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, like, like this, or like ball golf courses, you know, they have, you know, they have ratings. You know, you, yeah. can, you, know, you can go up and you can see how generally hard courses without even going. Um, unfortunately, disc golf really, I don't, they, they're not really there yet with as far as rating courses. A lot of it's just word of mouth. Yeah. You know, you have to just talk to people who have been like, oh, you know, I've just been playing for two weeks. Should I go here? Nah, I wouldn't do that. You know, yeah. Like, or or go, but you know it's you know you might not have the best time. The, the best luck or best time, you know, doing it. I assume. You know, but again, you know, the great thing about the sport is most of the courses, even the nice courses, again like Wickham, I mean, they're free to play. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't cost you anything to go out there and try. So if you go out there and you play three holes, you're like, ah, this course is too tough. You walk away. Yeah. You know, you didn't lose. You didn't lose anything. You know, it's not like going to, you know, flying to Scotland, playing the old course, paying two hundred dollars to get there, and you're like, well. I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. So and you, you got to go. Then you got to go back home. You know. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you pay all this money, and then you're like, "Oh, this course is too hard for me." So, mm-hmm. you know, that's the great thing about about this sport is you can go try it, and if it's just not going your way, hey, pack it up, go somewhere else, try somewhere else. You know, it's yeah. not a big deal. Now, did you yeah. do you, do you come out this way? I you know I'm, I live in Waterbury myself. Now, do you ever come this this way too much? I know you're all the way in in Vernon to play some. Uh, yeah, play. I mean, I have some family. I have some family that that lives out that area, but yeah. I, I really don't. I, I never really get afforded the opportunity to kind of you know I gotta. A wife and a daughter at home who play oh. soccer all the time. So oh yeah, a lot of times for me it's just you know to run out to my local course, play for an hour, may not even finish the round, run back home. You yeah. know, no, so, I get it because it seems like over on this or this part of the the state, it seems like it's. I've noticed over the last couple of years, there's been a like a growing number of of uh, play you know places to play like courses. Like I know like uh, in Oxford, they just made uh, a couple of years back they made a. Uh, they made one at at uh, the brewery over there at the Knoxville. Yep. I just drew on a blank what it is. I just had it in my mind. Oh, but, that's not a uh, uh, is that Norbrook? No, no, actually, it's close to it. It's I just drew a blank of what it was, Mike. Uh, I literally just had it. <laughs> I don't so know it's, it's one of the it's one of the more popular ones too. But I'll think of it when we when, when I'll, I promise, Mike. I'll get back to it. You know, <laughs> yeah, it'll just pop in your head. Yeah. yeah. That's how it usually goes, you know. But you know, when you uh going back to COVID and everything too, did you find that a lot more people are going out and playing disc golf or getting out in general? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, as soon as all the you know all the stay-at-home bans and you know, all the businesses shutting down, you know, people were itching, you know, because it kind of happened right at the beginning of you know beginning of spring, mm-hmm. you know, going into summer, and then people were just you know you couldn't go bowling. You know, you couldn't go, you know, anything that was indoors was pretty much off limits. So people yeah. were just searching for that, that thing to do outside. And, you know, again, a lot of these, all these courses are in parks, you know, they're in public places. So it was very easy for someone to just go, Hey, let me, let me go spend, you know, 30, 40 bucks at Dick's or, you know, buy a starter pack online yeah. and we'll just, we'll go outside and we'll play and see if we like it. And then it's crazy. You know, so, I mean, you know, talking to people, you know, prior to the pandemic, you know, tournaments and stuff that were going on in the state, mm-hmm. you know, you could walk up to a tournament the day of having not registered, register, go play. Now, uh, the tournament that we run every year in Tallinn at the cross for the cross farms open, I mean, we sell out within 30 seconds. Let's say probably like way when you first announced it, I assume you probably sell right out. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, we, you know, we, we open registration about three months out. And then within the first 30 seconds of registration being open at 8 p.m., we're, we're sold out. And then oh, we already geez. have a wait list. It's crazy. It's just yeah. we can't – there's – you know, it got to the point where um, one of the tournament directors in the state, he runs the Greater Harford, uh, Pat DiCaprio, mm-hmm. um, and his um, and his partner, Mike Lazaro. I mean, they run – this year alone, they ran, I think, over 20 events in the state of Connecticut. And I, I think they filled probably all of them. Oh geez. You know, if not, if not very close to filling almost all of them, yeah. just, you know, you know, and that's just to meet the current demand for, for tournament events and stuff like that. I mean, the next year is going to be even bigger. There's just so many people trying to play that, mm-hmm. you know, there's not enough people running tournaments right now to even, you know, to meet the demand in it. So, yeah, no, I get it. You know, you know, it's black hog, black hog brewing. Oh, so, black hog, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it took me a second to think of the, what the company was called. 
But yeah, I know yeah, they, those guys are great. They, yeah. they, they, they sponsored the Greater Hartford this year. They were oh, do they? Pouring free beers. Yeah, they were pouring free beers for everybody out there. It was great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they uh, they're great down there. They have uh, a little course on on site as well. I'm sure. Yeah, I heard I heard they built something on there. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and continue. There's also a distillery in Waterbury Continuum. They they yep. actually, I forget. I know they they I know there's also a place that there was someone who was collecting the 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 bear tops. You know, like the four packs, yep. and they were melting them down and making discs out of them. Oh, that's awesome! So they they had like a little side business of melting them down, and they were actually making di- like disc offs or disc. You know, the disc for the for the game, which yeah, which, yeah. which oh, I thought was an amazing idea. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's another company out there doing that right now. Um, there's a company called Trash Panda. Okay, they'll take um, they'll take old discs, basically grind them down, and they'll make um. They'll make mini discs and marker discs for out of them and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, that's a good idea. I never even thought about. I never thought about that. I literally, when I played once, and I, I literally was. I do a lot of like, you know, flipping. So I'll look and find stuff. I actually found a yeah a whole. I found like six discs, discs for twenty dollars. I bought for myself. I never used. It's literally still sitting at home. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so I definitely got to. I definitely have to go. So one day I'll have to probably pay a visit and go out with you or something like that. You know. Absolutely. I'd so, love to take you out. Cause I like. I would definitely like to try it again. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's just one of those things where you know, it's like I said, the the bug will get you one day and then you can't stop. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. And I I also assume that it's it's like a nice little like uh, community that they support each other. It seems like. Oh yeah, oh for sure. I mean, especially like on the Facebook groups and stuff. It's just you know everybody rallies, you know, because a lot of again a lot of these courses are on public land, like um, Ecker Hill for us. You know, the town of Vernon. I mean, obviously helped put it in, but as far as maintenance is concerned, it's not usually the town that does anything to it. You know, a lot of there's um there's a couple of names around here that will, you know, we organize work days. You know, we'll just we'll group you know community event, just group anybody who plays is willing to have. You know, put some gloves on and come out and rake. You know, come out and move. You know, brush out of the fairways once a year. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of courses where it's just it's the players that maintain it. You know, it's a big community event. You know, it's a big community sport, and it's you know it's really good to see. It's um, you know, it's a lot different than a you know a commercialized golf course where you know it's kind of hands off. So yeah, no, I get that. Now, uh, now, how how exactly did you get into it? I don't know if I. Like, did you just pick it up, or did you hear it from someone else, or? Yeah, it was just one of those things where, like I said, uh, there was a disc golf course in our town. I'm pretty sure it was already there when, when we moved in, but, um, yeah, it just, uh, I kept driving by, I kept seeing it, you know, I used to love playing Frisbee and stuff as a kid, um, and then I, I finally just, I got a hold of my mother, and I was, because she was always kind of big into Frisbee when I was a kid, too, and I was mm-hmm. like, hey, you want to go try this disc golf thing? And she was like, yeah, sure, let's go check it out. And then it turns out, you know, again, dirty little secret, like my brother had a whole bag full of just random discs at the time, mm-hmm. you know, for disc golf. So we just, you know, we grabbed that, went out and played. And yeah, I played one round and I was just, I was absolutely you're, addicted. You were hooked, I, I assume, that first time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right from right from hole one. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, because I was, I was a big ball golfer when I was a kid. You know, I played varsity varsity golf in oh, high school. You? you know, just, oh, yeah. So, you know, so just the general theme of golf, I always loved it. You know, but you get older, you know, money becomes an issue. You got to buy clubs, you know, golf balls are expensive all the time. And, you know, this was just very accessible. You know, if you wanted to go play five holes and then go home, you go play five holes, you go home. 
Yeah. You know, it's not a big deal. You know, you're not spending 80 bucks getting a car. Now you're stuck there for three hours and, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to leave because you already paid. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was just, it was great for my lifestyle. It's for somebody with just, you know, a little bit of time on their hands and just wants to go have fun. It's great. And if you want to take it very seriously, it's great. You can do that too. You know, so it just, it fits a lot of people's lifestyles, which is awesome. Yeah. And and I assume if you want to get a, uh, like a disc, it looks like they range about what twenty, thirty dollars, maybe. Yeah, I mean, these you know we sell used discs here too. Um, we actually buy back um, used discs. We started this last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as I know, we're the only ones in the state really that do it. But um, you know, we give store credit for you know old discs because inevitably what happens is, you know, beginners get into the sport. You literally, you know, you buy your first three discs and then you go, oh, let me try this brand, and then you buy three more. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you go, oh, I heard about this disc. Oh, you buy that one, and then you buy another one, and the next thing you know, you got a box of a hundred discs in your trunk. You know, and you only throw twenty of them. Yeah. So I just like, hey, listen, you know, bring them to me. I'll buy them. You know, I'll give you a decent price on them, and then I'll sell them back to the community. So, you know, and I sell them for cheap. So you know, our cheapest used disc is you know five bucks. Oh geez, yeah, it's pretty. You know, af- it's pretty buy, affordable, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, for a new player who wants to play, I mean, I, I always tell people, you know, they sell starter packs for, you know, 25, 30 bucks from mm-hmm. a lot of the manufacturers. But I'm just like, come in here, spend 10 bucks, get three discs, go play. And if you don't like it, come but bring them back and I'll buy them back for you. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, and if you get serious, we have, you know, better equipment here that will last you longer, you know, and kind of fill the need that you need. And you go from there, you know, so we're not. You know, we're, we're very accessible. The sport is is is, is as expensive as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. You, oh, know, yeah. you can go out and have yeah, you can go out and have fun for twenty bucks for five years, or you can come in here, you know, and you could drop a paycheck and still have a great time. Yeah, but it's just it's it's all about where you where you're trying to be. You know. Oh yeah, definitely. And I see you're you're, you're I assume you're the veteran, correct? I am. Yes. Oh, and it looks like you. How long did you serve for? Uh, nine years. Oh, yeah, did you? Years. I started. Yeah, I started as a camo. Got turned into a, a MP, military police. Mm-hmm. Did a um, year and a half in Germany, and then a year in Iraq. Oh yeah, it's, that's so that's so ironic because I just had someone else with uh, the the warmer upper who it was a blanket, like a yep. like a throw, and he actually he was in the Air Force and he he was he was actually stationed in, in Germany for a little bit too. Oh right on. Yeah. So I like we like supporting our veterans own businesses as well as well as obviously Connecticut own, but yeah, I appreciate it. I like to actually sp- you know spread it on you know. Absolutely. So, and uh, now I see that they also have like a lot of the companies they drop off they drop new discs like every month looks like on your website. Yeah, there's a few. Um, like right now, Discmania is pretty big about. Um, doing like signature discs. And like I said, about once a month, they're dropping usually something new, something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the other companies, not so much. Um, but again, uh, like 2020, again, was a huge game changer for the for the industry. Like when the pandemic first hit, people really started like playing disc golf. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every manufacturer had this big problem. They just, they couldn't produce things fast enough. To the point where I mean I even I had a hard time even getting product on the shelves and people were buying it as fast as I could get it in, and you know there's just this big supply you know chain shortage. They're having problems getting plastic. You know their production levels were a lot of a lot of people doubled or tripled production, you know over the course of 2020 just to meet 
kind of the demand of the sport. Oh yeah. You know, so we're to the we're to the point now where most of the manufacturers, you know, I can go online and you know place my orders and get most of what I'm looking for. There's still a lot of a lot of gaps. Um, and then there's a, you know one company, Discraft. You know, we're on like a pretty much everybody's on a mystery box setup. So you know they send us 50 discs a month or 100 or however many you want. But you know you don't really get to choose what you get. They just kind of send you some top sellers, and you know you kind of go along your way just because again they're their manufacturing hasn't caught up to the demand yet. You know, so that seems to be a case for a lot of them. But for some of the smaller brands, you know, they can push out, you know, signature yeah. series discs and stuff that sell really well. So yeah, it's definitely an exciting time to be to be in the game. Yeah. And I swear, like it just it to me it seems from the sidelines, it seems like disc golf picked over picked up was what it seems like overnight. Like it's just like it Oh, just, for sure. You know, I, I Yeah, it was, it was weird. The pandemic hit, everyone's like, Oh no, what are we gonna do? And then Six months later, it's like, oh my god! Like, where did all these people come from? Yeah, <laughs> you know. I think uh, the the pandemic, unfortunately, was such a bad thing, and I, it, it seems to have helped a lot of like the the smaller businesses, like the like you guys in or in general, you know. Oop, and I lost them. Give me one second. Sorry about that. I hey, lost you. No, you're fine. I was saying I lost. I was. I was saying something. And I was like, wait. I think I heard my phone just go off. I. I, don't I know touch. What, what's that? I touched my uh, my my headset and it just uh -huh. like hung up. No, <laughs> you're fine. You know what it was? To me, it sounded like someone else was trying to call me. So I was. Oh. I wasn't even thinking anything of it. That I was saying. Not. I was saying. Oh. Uh, see, I just. I forgot what I was just saying. But I was like, oh wait. I. I don't think he's talking to me anymore. So I was like, we just call him right back. I, I was, I, I didn't realize that was even you. I thought it was literally someone, you know, like when you get that ex, that second call when you're on the phone. I thought it was that. Yep. So, so sorry about that. I, no, no, it's okay. I never really use these AirPod uh, Pros to really ever talk on the phone. I just like I went to adjust it and it just like hung up. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah, no, I get it. I actually, I, I'm lucky where I have uh, headphones and a, and a microphone I'm talking into, so it kind of helps. Alleviate that. Yeah, and like yeah. usually I gotta. I don't have that setup. Yeah, uh, Lou has. Uh, if you go on uh, Royal Fox Studios Instagram, you see the pictures of how the studio looks. You some of the videos, so they have a really good setup, which is amazing. You know. Nice. So I rather I mean, rather use this because it'll do a much better job at, at a, you know say editing or. You know, touching up sound for than what I can, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, definitely not better than I could do. You can you, you can say, Mike, you know. Exactly. So, but yeah, you know what it was since I was I was you know I was saying I was saying that since the pandemic, it seemed like, even though it's obviously a horrible thing, it it seemed to help. You know, smaller base businesses. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely been, yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of online retailers right now. Mm -hmm. There's not, like I said, like we're only one of two people, In you know, one of two businesses right? that are actually operating, yeah, with, at least with any physical space. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, like as busy as a sport is, it's just not 100% where you could kind of, you know, quit a day job and continue to do this. Mm -hmm. So right now it's, it's definitely, um, you know, it's a, it's a it's a passion to do it. Yeah, you know, but it's you know it cuts into free time. But you know, again, it's I think it's worth it for 
you know, the, the community effort. I mean, otherwise, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to shop online. It's, it's a weird sport to, to just solely buy everything online. Everything is very feel oriented. Yeah. I was going to say, you I know, assume you like to, you like to get a feel of what you're going to literally throw. Yeah. Cause I mean, even, you know, even pretty much every manufacturer is guilty of this. It's, I don't think it's inherently their problem. I think it's in, inherent with, you know, the material that the discs are made out of, but you know, you could buy, you know, you could buy one disc and then six months later, buy a new one of the same exact disc. And it may not fly exactly the same as the one you had before. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you say so, that. Cause I was literally going to ask you that if there's like a, like if that's the same brand, but you can feel a difference in the same. I don't know if that makes sense. So I'm worth asking. Oh, that's, oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, like I said, there's a couple, there's a couple manufacturers that are worse than others. Um, not saying it's bad or good. No, I get it. But, but like, like, you know, prodigy for instance, you know, depending on the color of their disc, it'll change the, you know, just the overall feel, whether it's mm-hmm. domey, whether it's flat, you know, some runs come in very flat, some runs come in very domey, you know, some are, it's just very weird. Like some are very tacky to feel and the next run it may not be. Yeah. So it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, you can't, it's not like a golf ball where you're like, you know, you can buy a Titleist and then two years later buy the same Titleist and it's going to play exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And it's very standardized, but yeah, with, with plastic and injection molding, it's, inherent to you know slight imperfections and it's not always the same they a lot of companies you know discraft's very good at coming very close all the time mm-hmm. but yeah i mean there's definitely some you know some imperfections here and there oh geez yeah you know i'm actually looking at your your uh the instagram as we speak i'm looking at the your your setup here in your store oh, right you, you wouldn't even be able to tell like if you didn't tell me it was a garage before i wouldn't even I wouldn't oh, yeah, honestly I know. Yeah, people people come in here for the first time all the time, and they're like, they walk in the door and they're like, this is not what I was expecting to see. Yeah, considering walking into a garage. Yeah, yeah, we we've done a very good job of, I guess, professionalizing it to the best of our ability. Yeah, the best of our oh, ability. You definitely but... did. Oh, geez, yeah. yeah. And what if like it, you would if you literally didn't tell me it was a garage, I would have just by looking at this a couple of the pictures, you would have, literally have no clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't see the outside, you would have absolutely no idea. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, do you set up at like a lot of like say, sh- you know, like say craft shows or anywhere besides like at, at events, like at uh, disc golf events? Uh, no, typically, you know, like again, like whenever we sponsor tournaments and stuff, I try yeah. to, you know, if, if the event's big enough, mm-hmm. you know, I try to run a booth. You know, we'll set up some tents, basically tear down this entire shop and bring it with us oh yeah um yeah that's just you know for the greater harford it's three days it's usually friday through sunday mm-hmm. and we'll we'll bring this entire store and make it mobile and we set up you know right there at wickham park um and we'll do it all three days all day long so but that's you know that's generally how we do it like i you know fair you know we're not really producing anything original of our own so we're not usually too too big on to go into smaller events or like you know just craft shows or anything like that it's yeah. kind of it's too it's too niche and it's too retail to, yeah i assume to really I, succeed there yeah i assume i assume for the type of business you're in i assume people are looking for for you you don't you may not have to necessarily go out to find someone to you know yeah i mean i mean and that's it's kind of like the one nice thing with us it's you know again we're we're only one of two so if you go looking for a disc golf store in connecticut you're gonna find us so we don't really need to be too too publicly facing, you know, we don't really have to rely on foot traffic because foot traffic is not really going to do me any good. Yeah. You know, cause we're like, again, we're still very niche 
despite you know massive growth of the sport but yeah i mean so we don't really have a big a big problem with you know kind of sitting in the background so yeah do you you ever find when when you obviously with your store do you ever find someone saying like you sure you want to sell these or like any like any not negative feedback about you are you sure you want to get into this kind of business or yeah, I mean, not I wouldn't call it negative, but you know, I, every now and again we do get the question of you know, you know, how's business? Like, is this actually paying your bills, yeah. or you know, is this doing that? You know, I mean, the answer right now is you know, it's no. I mean, I God, I haven't pulled, you know, I've maybe pulled a couple hundred dollars for myself out of this business really, but the rest basically just gets, you know, reinvested. You know, we buy more shelf space. You know, we're to the point now where we're pretty much topped out in here as of looking around the space myself. Yeah. You know, I have this problem of I can't even get enough stuff on the shelves anymore. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's, I think I, I'm hoping eventually I can get to a place where, you know, I can stop my, my nine to five job and do this, do this for a living, more of a passion for me. But yeah, I mean, for right now, it's, you know, it's serving the community, at least that where we are, you know, we do some, you know, a fair amount of online sales across the country and, you know, we've even shipped overseas, which is kind of cool. But, oh, um, yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've, uh. Yeah, we've shipped to Finland. We've shipped to Germany, Sweden. I'm trying to look at my map. Definitely Canada. There's only three states that we actually haven't shipped any discs to yet. Kind oh, really? of a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I like your Almost little. There. I like your little uh, disc golf on your uh, graduation cap there. I see. Oh, that was. Um, oh, my wife made me. Um, we had a, one of our local dyers. Uh, she actually they had actually had that dyed onto a disc for me. Okay. Oh, there's a way yeah, you can yeah. you can actually just dye it right onto the discs like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We actually have guys. Um, we have three companies here. We have B Bomb, um, Space Case, and uh, Go Dye, and that's that's what they do. They take, um, you know, they, they they try to get you know white discs or lighter color discs, and they'll they'll tie dye them. They'll put graphics on them, all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I have to try that out. Actually, I tie dye myself on the side. Oh, that's awesome! So yeah. to, it's one thing I have to try to figure out how to do, because it's it's actually it's even though it sounds weird, it's actually it's actually relaxing when you tie dye. I don't know if that makes sense. Of all, no, of, all of all things to do, you know. But I assume yeah, I assume it's, it's disc golf. Fun. I assume disc golf is also relaxing too, you know. Oh, for me it is absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> the one time I did, I remember going home and just literally just passing out. I was so exhausted from it. I didn't, oh yeah! I didn't think it was gonna be such like uh, I was, I was like, oh, I'll be I'll be done in like an hour and I'll go home and do whatever I got to do. I think we we're there <laughs> yeah. for like three hours or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that can happen. Yeah, so definitely, yeah. definitely can. You know. Yeah, the course around here, like I can I can go up there. I can play a hole of like one through six and try to avoid the back, just because uh, the course that we have here is kind of built on a hill. So once you get around uh, hole ten, it starts you start climbing mountains and stuff. And- yeah. So oh, a lot of times I'll just avoid it. If I don't have the time, I'll just avoid it and just, you know, play one through six, play one through six again, you know, go down 16, 17, 18, yeah. and then just, you know, call it a day. You know, you, you can usually do it on your own, like an hour, you know, hour and a half. Yeah. So it's not too bad, but yeah. But it's like it's usually not too much traffic. So, yeah. But it's like you said too, like before you can, when you play, you can go at your own speed. You can do play however you want, you know, as many holes as you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot of times we'll you know we'll just take the dog out, bring her for a walk, you know, play a little disc golf while you're oh, at yeah. it. And, what kind of dog you know, do you she have? She gets tired. Uh, we have a seven-month-old. Uh, she's a pit border collie, 
and lab mix. Oh, geez. Yeah, it sounds nice. Yeah, she's great. She's high energy, but she's great. Yeah, I was going to say, for, like seven, for seven months, she's probably she's got so much energy, most likely. Oh, yeah. She's she's full-time Zoomies, that's for sure. Yeah, I got that right. We have uh, two dogs. We have a boxer uh, German Shepherd mix. Oh, and nice a, and, little boxers. Yeah, and a chocolate lab. They're 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 monsters. They're like nonstop. But they're like, <laughs> oh, you, oh yeah, labs. Oh, they're nonstop and like, but like what you said, they're like, I don't know, maybe a year and a half, two years old, not even two years old. So they're like, they're like you said, they're running, they're doing their zoomies. They're so they're always running around, you know. <laughs> you can take them outside. Oh, yeah. You can take them outside for hours. You bring them back inside. They're still like you try to like tire them out, and it's definitely not happening. Oh yeah. Yeah, we had our, our puppy, was it two nights ago? No. Yeah, two nights ago. We got woken up at 3 in the morning because she's chasing a mouse around the house. Oh, jeez. So <laughs> her and the cat teaming up, chasing a mouse up and down. The st- I'm like, oh, my God. This thing is, like, squeaking and squawking. and uh, Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I definitely. And then, of course, you know, of course, you, you handle the situation. Like, you know, we, we let the mouse outside. And, of course, you know, now the puppy's wired and she doesn't want to sleep. Yeah. You know, so now you're up for the next two hours just, just trying, trying to, to get some sleep. Yeah. <laughs> trying to calm her down, too, you know? Yeah, puppies are fun. Yeah. We, uh, when we take them outside, it's in Oxford, so, like, it's, we gotta, gotta be careful at night because we don't want them chasing, like, random animals. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, I'm sure you guys get, like, bears and stuff out there, right? You get black bears and stuff? Yeah. And we see yeah. a lot. There's, like, uh, uh, like, uh, at, at night you hear, the Fisher cats. Oh yeah. You know, you hear that you hear a lot of the a lot of those kind of animals. Owls. They they we see Oh, it's it's the first time I've ever seen an owl in my life. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, it's the first time I've ever seen them like in 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 the in general. It was actually Oh, we get the course up by us, Ecker Hill, man. We get tons of owls up there. Oh, do you? We were playing Yeah, we were playing um we we're playing in a uh, there's a Friday a Friday night league that goes on um, just before the winter, like like through the summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were up on hole six, and there was like five of them all in one spot, like in these two trees. It was crazy. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we get them all over the place in there. Yeah, the one time, the one I saw was, the, the, the one I saw was probably, I think, looking for food because he was on the ground. I turned, and he just looks back, and I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> but I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, they're a lot bigger than you think. Yeah, oh yeah, he definitely was. I never <laughs> a lot knew. Bigger than you think. Yeah, I never knew he was going to be so. I never knew owls are. Sounds like stupid, but like I never knew owls were as big as they they are. You know, or they. I don't oh, know if that yeah. makes sense, even how I'm even saying it. Well, yeah, I mean, unless, unless you see one, you know, you think they're like these cute little wide-eyed things, and then you see them, and they're like, "My God, you're huge!" Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, like I can't imagine what his wingspan, you know, was like oh, when God. it's fully like out. Yeah, those things are awesome. Yeah, definitely are. Now, uh, I know you. Obviously, I know you're on Instagram because that's how we actually met today. But where yeah. where else can we find you? Um, so we are on Facebook, uh, same handle, the at Heiser Disc Sports. Um, and I'm trying to build my TikTok a little bit. It's oh, you're been, on TikTok. Uh, yeah, we are on TikTok. Same, I believe it's the same handle. I may, I could be wrong on that. I, I honestly don't know it off the top of my head. No, you're good. But um, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, we've been trying to do some, you know, 
try to follow some trends on there. Try to do a little bit more. I'm trying to yeah. do a little bit more stuff in front of the camera and, you know, try to yeah. try to grow myself a little bit that yeah. way. That was just, but, that's uh, just me on TikTok because I'm literally trying to find you. Better pizza. And like, I have no clue how to work. I literally don't know how to work this. So I probably shouldn't be doing this when I'm plugged in. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's like Heiser Discs, like zero zero one one or something like that. It's something along those lines. Yeah, but, I mean, I think I think we only have like maybe twelve videos posted up there, and most of them were in the last week. Just I've been really trying to come up with content for it. But... Oh yeah, I know. That's like I think I have one one video from an event I attended like two months ago. And yeah, after I mean, I'm, that... I'm very, I'm very picture oriented. So I, you know, if everything for me is like, I like to snap photos, da, 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 but like, so video for me is just very unnatural, I guess is the best word for it. Yeah. So I, I just, guess. I overthink it. I don't know what to put up there. I'm like, uh, yeah, no, I completely get it. Only thing I can picture is if you, uh, only way I can think is if you're doing videos for disc golf is probably putting a camera like on the, on the, the hole in, Maybe from a distance throwing it in. I I don't know. Yeah, there like, are some guys on TikTok that do like some weird like little putting little putting tricks and stuff. And they film stuff similar to that. But I mean, I just I try not to copy other creators too too much. But yeah, no, yeah it's makes tough. Sense. I'm I'm not a I'm not a, a content creator by any means. So it's it's tough for me to kind of to dip my toes into that field. But we're trying. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, you're trying anyway. You and I are on the same page. I get that one. So I need to get more video like videos or reels or you know in general exactly. that kind of stuff out I, I had to work on uh getting uh like little clips of my podcast actually out of like you know out there that way that people can listen and be like oh let me go and listen to the whole episode now you know yeah, so yeah it's, exactly it's always uh it's always it's a work in progress progress you know exactly yeah so. like we, we have some stuff in the works maybe for i've tried to do some like tutorial videos and you know, some explainers and stuff for, for newer players, but right now it's all pretty, it's pretty, um, you know, very, very beginning of the road. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just kind of playing with the platform, trying to see what we want to do with it. Yeah, no, I get it. And like, just, uh, for what they want to get a good amount of, uh, followers, you, you have to, it's like a full-time job. It seems like, you know? Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I, that's one thing I've noticed we're trying to do, especially we're doing TikTok. It's, you know, you can't just take a f- quick photo, put a good caption and, you know, edit the photo, put some text on it. It's like, no, now you got a concept. You got to shoot the video, edit the video, try to find a, you know, a sound that goes with it. And also it's just, it's uh, it's way more involved than, you know, just posting to Facebook or Instagram. So it's, yeah, it's definitely, um, it's a learning curve for sure. Yeah. And no, I, I don't know how people do it. I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> I, definitely I, don't. Don't, I don't get it. Like I get it, but I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. I, I've been also no. saying that I don't know if that makes sense a whole lot this time. <laughs> this episode like it doesn't make sense to me it definitely guys. makes sense yeah like, of course like it's definitely good you know <laughs> now i know yeah. you you know through you found out about us through uh Lu- the one of the episodes luna piercing correct yes yep now uh they're 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 all, they're also from vernon i believe it's around the same area yeah they are they're about i don't know i could i could walk there in about five minutes okay yeah, they're and right in downtown yeah they're in downtown rockville they're yeah, we're we're literally about a one minute car ride away. Oh, geez, I have to pay. I have to pay a visit to check these places out because I, I've, uh, I'm, I'm rarely on that side of the state. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm really on your side. Yeah, so I get it. I get it. It's like you said, you're so busy with like family and work, and 
you know, trying to build the build a business as yeah, well. Absolutely. So it's just like you don't have time just to go on on the other side of the state. I always mention when I when I'm doing something, I go if you live farther than where I live, it's it's least likely I'm going to reach you. Unfortunately, like not least yep. likely, I'll get to you, but it just may not be, you know, today or next week or the month from now. You know, exactly. So I, I well. I, uh, What's that? Well, say well if you if you do get out there to go at least find Luna. Yeah. Um, here's something that literally none of my followers know, and mm-hmm. you guys will be the first to even be able to put this out into the world. But yeah. uh, right across the street from Luna, we were actually buying space, uh, commercial space in December. Oh, so we we'll actually have an actual retail brick and mortar store out of the garage for the first time ever. Oh, that's amazing! December. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we literally just got emailed the lease. Uh, actually, it's coming tomorrow. Uh, she's emailing it to me tomorrow, so we're 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 in there. We can definitely make the announcement. So yeah, oh, not good. sure on the actual launch date yet, but it will definitely be in December, probably mid December. Will be open. So yeah, oh we'll good. Be, um, we'll be, be in our own space now. Now that actually gives me a reason to want to go visit. Not not yes. not that I didn't have a visit reason beforehand, but but even better, it gives me more of a reason to want to go check out like new places. Absolutely. So that's yeah. maybe. That's, we, well, we'll send you the date for the grand opening, and maybe you guys can make it out. Yeah, I'll definitely. Uh, I'll see what I can do. We'll see about making it. I was. I always tell the story when uh, I have care from Dusty Dude Woodworks is my one of my co-hosts. Yep. And she had. Uh, they had a ribbon cutting. It was my first one I ever got invited to, like ever. And I was so happy. I was like, I oh, I can go. And then we uh, then one, two of our employees quit, and I was so short staffed I couldn't freaking make it. Oh no. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I was so freaking mad. I was just like, "Oh, the first time ever." <laughs> and then you got to bail out. Yeah. yeah. So that's rough. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, I was like, I'm just, I was dying to, fr- I finally go to one." So, oh well, you know. But I, now I have another one I'll go to. When you know. There you go. Yeah. Now you can make it out to ours even better. Yeah, definitely. Now I can't. I actually, I'm actually excited to try to go to to go and visit. Yeah, you can definitely knock out two and two in one trip. Yeah, check out Lu- <laughs> Luna in you, you know. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We'll literally be able to see each other's storefronts from where we are. So. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, they seem like a great little business over there too. Seems like a real good area in general. Yeah, they have, it's, it's a great. I mean, Rockville's great. I mean, just the, the even the you know the the whole town in general. Just they do so many cool things in that downtown area. Yeah. I, you know, a couple times a year, like, you know, when uh, 4th of July comes around, they'll actually block off the street there, um, you know, so you can actually walk the big intersection that's there. They have fireworks going off, a lot of vendors down there. They do a national uh, national night out, which we take place, uh, which we um, we have a booth that we do every year. We give away free uh, free mini discs to the kids and stuff, and, we, we, you know, we, we, we run a booth and, you know, give out information and all this other stuff. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's a great little, great little community for the town and it's a great you know community for the disc golfers too so yeah, yeah absolutely I actually have a friend that moved up there i haven't seen him in years but every time they post something like oh that's a good little uh they're always doing something in town like something's like you said like the fireworks the 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 national day nate uh, day out it's just yep. like it's it seems like they're always doing something that was community related oh absolutely like yeah, attending something awesome yeah this town is awesome they're always doing something here yeah, and I would I would never even think of Vernon as like that type you know that type of town because I never I don't think I've ever besides maybe driving through it I don't think I've ever stopped in it 
I never visited, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a little hidden gem off 84. Yeah. yeah, but like talking to all these businesses that have been, I've had a lot of outreach from them that area recently to, to talk to businesses and, and promote them. So it actually makes me want to visit more. Yeah, there's in, a lot of great general. there's a lot of great spots out here. I mean, you know, I mean Vernon has some, you know, bigger commercial. You know, we have like we just got a Wendy's a couple of years ago and so, yeah. you know, you know, there's some McDonald's and Subway and stuff out here, but there's a ton of like mom and pops, you know, restaurants, there's tons of shops. There's just there's a lot of great small business stuff up here. So it's definitely it's you know, it's a great spot, you know, considering Manchester basically is, you know, commercial heaven down there. Like anything with that's you know, yeah. a national brand is in Manchester, you yeah, know, see, everything's you go, like right there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go one town over and it's all, everything's very, you know, shop local. Everything is very small business oriented. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely sounds good to me. Definitely sounds good. Now, uh, actually, it actually looks like it's towards the end of the episode, Mike. Now yeah. I, I just realized what time it was. I was, I, I we usually keep it <laughs> went by quick. Yeah, I know. I usually, we like to, I noticed that people, have about an hour's span, uh, span of listening to to us talk in general, from <laughs> yeah. like listen, like listen, looking at like the the podcast and everything. So, is there like anything you'd like to add about your business or in general? You can say so. It's up to you. Uh no. I mean, I think I kind of said our piece. I mean, like I said, we're we're moving into the new location. Hopefully, we're aiming for middle of December. Um, I mean, the space is going to be huge. So we're we're going. I think the space we're in now is about. I think it's 120 square feet. Oh, is it? Yeah. And we're moving, and we're moving into an 1100. Oh yeah. So, oh geez. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're just, we have we have big plans and you know big increase in inventory. So it's going to be kind of a destination. And I'm just you know and for us, it's you know we'll finally have a parking lot instead of my driveway. And, yeah. You know it kind of it'll get rid of that you know oh man I'm shopping at someone's garage kind of feel. So we're, we're you know trying to bring the legitimacy back to it and you know just try to help the community. You know, the best we can with, with with what we can do. So yeah. Plus, plus we're going to be open more than just one day because currently we're open only on Sundays with any regularity. Mm-hmm. And with the new space, we have the option and the ability to be open probably four days a week now. So oh, good. You can, um, yeah. Yeah. So all those people that couldn't make it before can should have a day now where they can get out here. So yeah, yeah. We're, we're really excited about it. So oh, that's good. Because yeah, because I saw I was looking at your website. It looks like you were, you know if you were visited like through monday through saturday was just by appointment only yeah yeah we were taking you know email or however you want to get a hold of us instagram and you know we're pretty good i mean i work a nine to five so it's you know if people are able to make it out here in the, in, at night great you know but I, a lot of people get you know dissuaded from that you know a lot of people don't want to bother me or you know they don't want to you know there's, there's a million reasons and i can understand all of them and i just think having you know an actual space that people can just drive up to and not feel weird about it Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really great, not just for our business, but just, you know, for the people that, you know, that need to come in and get stuff and, you know, maybe not don't want to shop online. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's going to be great for, for everybody involved. So, yeah, I definitely think so. It's going to help, you know, help, hopefully it'll benefit the town. Plus it'll benefit you guys as well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's going to give us way more, way more flexibility to bring in, you know, one of our big things is I can't bring in big ticket items. You know, people all the time want baskets, mm-hmm. you know, and I can't bring them in because I just, I don't have the space to put them anywhere. Yeah. You know, a lot of bags and stuff and other equipment. I just, I just don't have the, the physical space to put it anywhere and even sell it. So, you know, we don't bring it in. So this will definitely give us the option to, 
to bring in a lot of things that people are looking for and, and hopefully people will find you know the things that they need so yeah oh that's that definitely helps the, the community in general so absolutely so perfect it sounds good to me so and on uh, i guess on that note i'm uh, signing off <laughs>